Grand Moth Tarkin. I am honored by your visit. Welcome to Grand Moff Talkin', delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley, Jake, Hey, uh, Jasmine, Hey, and then Isaac. Him was Bammer Jarrah's favorite band. <laughs> I don't know how much of that stuff I'm going to leave in yeah. at the top. Um, so we're back. You just listen. Yeah. Somewhere. The warehouse. Out of space. From outer space, uh, you just listened to a, a couple weeks of commentaries. I hope you enjoyed them. If you That'd did, be a great geography podcast. The warehouse. Oh man, what are we doing? All right, stop right now. We're doing the warehouse, guys. We're done doing a Star Wars podcast. From now on, we're just going to do a geography podcast. Yeah, <laughs> this week's subject: Columbus, Ohio. And where we is are it? The warehouse. <laughs> yeah, where is it? The answer: Ohio. First one to write Smack in. Gavin Amita. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, this week. <laughs> As I'm sure you've guessed by this point, yeah, we're talking about something that has been a long time coming. We've never we've mentioned it on some episodes. It kind of permeates all of Star Wars, but we've never done a full deep dive into the music of John Williams and of Star Wars. So we thought it was finally time to just talk about that a little bit. A lot of times people don't know this, but there are pools and there is a Second for kids, there's a second for just kind of general people to go and swim. And then there's a deep end, where there's a right. diving board. And generally speaking, it's deeper because when you dive in, you go further down the water. And so when people say deep dive, it's usually referring to the pools. How deep does it go? It depends on which pool you're in. Yeah, that's true. Deep ends. And this is the kind of stuff that we do on Grandma <laughs> Talking every week. Jasmine, how you doing? <laughs> Dying. Diving, more like. So the dying bell on the butterfly. So John Williams is at the bottom of this pool. He's drowning. He's drowning. <laughs> We're gonna save him. And we gotta go down there and save on him. This we gotta get him. <laughs> on this week's warehouse. This week's warehouse. From Moss's Castle. More like how are we gonna save him, house? Yeah, mm. and you know, house. The, can we do a brief sidebar warehouse on the MD. show House? I, was just, I just said Warehouse MD. I know. We just did it. It's go. <laughs> there was an episode of House, and this is important, and it d- d- does deal with music. Okay. The guest star, because House started doing this when it started to lose control of what right. it was doing, where Dave Matthews was the guest star. That's a bad guest. Dave Matthews played a mentally challenged person. I remember Ooh. that episode. In an accident. Yeah. And he was a genius piano player. I remember that. The big tension was if they do the surgery on his brain, he might lose the ability to play piano forever. Yeah, I remember that. And so you get to see, so Dave Matthews, his acting career is Winn-Dixie, The Tale of Winn-Dixie, the dog movie with that girl that was in the American Girl movie, Mm -hmm. and House, end of list. (laughs) Great career. Yeah, he had an illustrious career in 2004 (laughs) of two things. Wow. You could say his acting career crashed into <laughs> the Gru Grux King. You. That was one of his albums. I, it's terrible. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. That's I just like... remember hating that album title so much that I've never forgotten it. Unless I have and I said it wrong. invoke that rhyme? The name of the Gru Grux King? Because I want to juxtapose the Gru Grux King, which won, I think, best album of the year, the Grammys, and John Williams. Never won a Grammy in his life. Is that true? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's very false. <laughs> he probably hasn't, though. I do mean, they he does su- motion they picture submit, scores. Yeah, they don't like submit soundtracks to. Yeah, I mean, are his like, nominations in the hundreds actually? Like, I, I want to say it's, it's actually no. not that. I don't know if it's hundreds. It's high though. I would say dozens. I'm gonna search nominations, John not wins. Williams, still dozens. Grammy. I bet his wins are in the dozens. I'll bet that that man has scored upwards of five films. I. Bet you're right. Yeah. But there's eight episodic Star Wars films. Episodic. I said upward, you doofus. <laughs> He's been nominated for 51 Academy Awards. Well, I'm winning. Wrong. I said dozens. Right. <laughs> How many do you think John Williams has won of those 51? Won. Won. I'm thinking about everything I say today. I'm Shout out to Wanton. I'm going to say he won 12. I, I wanna, I'm going to go Price is Right rules and say 13. Jasmine? Um, 22. Five. That seems criminal. I won. No. He has a he has Dang a it. less than one out of ten hit rate. You did the prices right rules wrong. I'm supposed did. to go underneath. 
Yeah, you're right. If I was bet one dollar, I would have won. Dodge. Yeah. Carrie got it again. Did I say Academy Awards? Because that's what I meant. Or, that's what you said. Okay, I, I thought I meant Grammy. And still, faithful, one hundred percent. You did say that, and you did mean it. And so, so he's only won for five. five. One of the ones he's won for Star Wars. Star Wars. I'm, I'm, let me guess. Star Wars. Oh, I don't have wins. the list in front of me. We'll I find just... the list of wins. Uh, I'm gonna bet. He, I know he won for some black and white movie I never heard Schindler's of. Schindler's List. <laughs> yeah, that black and white movie I never heard of. Schindler's <laughs> List. Okay, Academy Awards. Okay, Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Schindler's List. Yes. Um, I'll give you one hint. Give me one. I'm hint. gonna say my your only hint is that Schindler's List is his most recent win. Ooh. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say Jaws. Yes. Mm, Jaws is smart. And You're, going back. Yeah, two more. Close encounters. Yes, okay. and now you have one more, and it's one you probably is not gonna e. be your first. No, uh, you already said that. I didn't. He did. Okay. Yeah. So you got uh, four to five. I'm gonna. Is it the black and white movie that no one's ever heard of? You've heard of this, but you may not realize that he scored this on the big screen. Hmm. On the big screen, you say? Is that a hint? Yes. Was it big, starring Frankie Muniz? Close, but no. <laughs> okay. Can we do a film commentary on that? Pre Jaws. Yes. Pre Jaws. Okay. I don't know. I have no idea. Everyone, give up. Mm -hmm. Fiddler on the Roof. Mm. Holy crap! Okay. He did Fiddler on the Roof. He did. 1971. But he didn't write the. Song best scoring so he, adaptation and original song score. He has not won category. He has not won an Academy Award since Schindler's List. Correct, like ninety three. That's bananas. That's crazy. He gets. I think he gets nominated for everyone because they have to. But yeah, yeah, he gets nominated. A that's ton, nuts. Like, that is. He got nominated for like uh, the post this year. Yeah, which that like, score, like, yeah, was no, fine. Just like, but, but it just means he when he does a score, he gets nominated now. He got much. nominated for Lincoln. I'm almost positive. Yeah, yeah he got nominated for that. Both. But he did not get nominated for Force Awakens. He did. Oh, he got nominated for that. Yeah, and Last Jedi. He, he should have won gets, for DFA, gets, man. He should have. So we're talking about John <laughs> Williams. John Williams. Which and we have been, actually. Now we're moving on to his BAFTA awards. <laughs> <laughs> we are certainly not. No one knows what a BAFTA is. But BAFTA, I heard BAFTA tank. So let's <laughs> no, let's address the elephant in the room, which of course is BAFTA tank, and let's address <laughs> the rhinoceros in the room, which is there is uh, a man who is qualified to talk about John Williams' music, and that person is David W. Collins, right? Who does the soundtrack show? We're not going to be adding a ton of insight into John Williams. We don't know music. about the history. We just know about our feelings. Yes. Hey, David W. Collins, you don't have our feelings. Yeah. Guess what? Tell me how I'm feeling right now, DWC. Hey. Is it jealous? That sounds very yes. Hostile. I thought you liked this guy. Hey, DWC, like suck it. No. Call him a soldier because we're the only ones around here with soul. This guy's well, really smart. Be, hopefully that's cut out. And I, we all really like David W. Collins. Oh, we love it. Mm -hmm. And but, we all uh, listen to the sound cloud show on soundtrack.com he's like i want to start the soundcloud show david w collins actually do you know something that would be a good podcast that would be a good the podcast. random weird crap it recommends there's so SoundCloud, much weird stuff and we there. just review it yeah let's do it tomorrow let's do it tomorrow i don't have any plans it'd get more listeners than this yep probably not That's as much a, competition throw a stone you'll hit a podcast that has more listeners than ours and it really makes me jealous that other star wars podcasts are more successful than us because they're worse i mean the objective fact is that we're the best one Objectively, I used the metric that I invented. But <laughs> what's the acronym that, for it? Uh, J A K E. <laughs> Just ask knowing individuals, <laughs> and they'll tell you. <laughs> individuals. <laughs> well, okay. So the reason why I made that preamble is because we're not going to be talking about the best John Williams songs necessarily. We're going to be talking about our favorite Star Wars songs that would not be on somebody else's list of best John Williams songs. But also mine might be on someone else's list. Well, that sounds like you cheated already, <laughs> and this show is a, a fraudulent. We're just going to talk about our feelings. Yeah. My and feeling, first of all, is frustration at the entire world. Yeah. Uh, second of all, John Williams music. Yeah. We're going to do general grievous thoughts on John Williams. What was your first experience with John Williams? Star Wars. <laughs> Actually, probably E.T. I think I saw E.T. before Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, probably me too. It was... <laughs> I win. I liked John Williams before I even heard the first note of his first soundtrack. <laughs> when the band assembled, the London Symphony Orchestra, when I heard they were going to meet at a place and that a guy named John Williams was conducting, I was like, 
you know what? Tears but down. I was but I was bawling when I saw the first letter of his name because I heard the Legends of the Organist was going to be getting together, and I saw that J, and I started. I I literally I went in the middle of the street, I curled in a ball, and I pounded the pavement until my fist physically broke, and I had to go to the hospital. And then I was crying because of the shots they had to give me. <laughs> so I win. I'm the big, I'm the bigger Star Wars fan. I can't argue. Well, so my uh, it was funny when I was a kid when my parents would introduce a new movie to me. And like John Williams did the score, that was always their hook for me. I remember them telling me, hey, Isaac, you'll like this movie. John Williams did the music for it. Remember he did Star Wars? I'm like like a weird kid. Okay, let's talk about John Williams. Let's talk about John Williams. Uh, How are we doing this? Well, let's... Great questions to ask before you start Yeah, these are things we should do, figure out beforehand. Let's go go around the table. Okay. And let's just start talking about, like, what is your favorite John Williams song? Your favorite Star Wars song? By John Williams, we have to specify now that we have two composers that True. are not him, um, that you do not think would be on somebody else's list. What if we briefly, to get ourselves in the in the frame of mind, what if we just say our favorite John Williams album, our favorite scored movie? Ooh. Okay. Like, overall, if you take like all the songs from one episode, which one is your favorite? Which Revenge one do you, which Sith. one do you which one do you go to listen to? Isaac already answered Revenge of the Sith. So if you're going to listen to a Star Wars soundtrack without in, intent, you just want to listen to a Star Wars, you listen to Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, the most like if I want to listen to music. Yeah. Yeah. It has the most like like songs I can think off the top of my head that I really want to listen to that. Like that's got the the ruminations, Anakin's dark deeds. Uh, Battle of the Heroes, Anakin versus Obi Wan. Those are just four at the top of my head, and I know the mm-hmm. rest of the soundtrack is great, but like those four, especially, I mean, good grief! I mean, just so many certified platinum gold hits. <laughs> platinum <laughs> gold. Um, Jake, I, I'm, I'm really stuck between like three, and <laughs> so I guess these days, my favorite to pop on. These be, days, my favorite to pop on <laughs> these days is the Force Awakens mm. soundtrack, which is surprising because I was not that blown away by it the first time I saw the movie. But what I have learned is you can't just go by your first viewing of a of a movie. You you have to genuinely make it an effort to listen to the soundtrack and to hear the themes that he weaves throughout the movies and the musical motifs. The Force Awakens is a movie that I can absolutely hum along to now. Like, I can hum every note of that movie from beginning to end. Yeah, those are some of the notes that I can hum. And uh, so... There's dozens more. Yeah. Literally dozens more. I I would say, on average, every John Williams soundtrack has at least two dozen notes that comprise the soundtrack. And I don't know that for sure, but this is my guess. So, I'm going to say The Force Awakens. There's two dozen notes in a scale. No. That's fishes. Oh, no, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> Weird fishes, maybe. Hey, by Radiohead. How many notes from that song? Jasmine, you want to go next? I guess. I can go if you don't want to go next. No, I can go. Okay. I don't know. Can you? <laughs> Thanks, okay, Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've actually thought about this before right now. Um, and it might be surprising. I think episode two has my favorite soundtrack. Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't that know, is like, That's your least favorite that's movie. Least favorite movie. Notoriously, yeah, famously. But like, if I think of all the times I've just like, just started like putting my Spotify on shuffle of all the Star Wars songs, usually it's an Attack of the Clones song that I'm like actually looked at on my phone. I'm like, oh, what's the name of this? Because I don't remember the names mm-hmm. of all the songs, so I kind of feel a little out of place here. But um, I don't know the names either. Yeah, but like Episode Two always feels more like a little bit more whimsical. I feel like there's a lot of like harp and strings in those yeah, songs. That's true. I really just I like it. It's a lighter I think it's a lighter soundtrack in it's general. Got a guitar solo. <laughs> it does, and I'm not gonna say that's a good song at all, but <laughs> <laughs> um like there's probably songs I like more on other soundtracks, but I think that's a as a whole, as a whole, I think I that's like that my one. thing. Like I, I think you could absolutely say that like a new hope is the most important soundtrack, but as far as ones that I sit down and listen to, it's probably The Force Awakens. If Empire and A New Hope aren't your f- two favorite movies in every single way, then I don't want to talk to you as a Star Wars fan, to be honest. Real they're... Star Wars is two movies and nothing else ever. Jasmine really stole my thunder here, because I was oh. going to say my favorite album to just sit down and listen to is definitely uh, 
What's that one called? <laughs> the second one, Attack of the Clones. Attack. Your favorite clones. app of all time. What's there it called? Yeah, no, Attack of the Clones. That has this a lot. Of, it has a lot of really good songs mm-hmm. on it. If you're a new listener, noted prequel haters, Jasmine and Riley. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I don't think it's a great movie. I I don't hate that movie. The only movie I hate is Revenge of the Sith. But <laughs> I'd love to just mention that at any moment I can. <laughs> But um, I'm just sad. I'm just like sad for you. Sad for me. I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> like the most condescending thing. I'm just sad for you I'm just, that you have that opinion. I'm just tired of this, Riley. But the soundtrack is so good. There's yeah. a there's a couple standouts that I'm going to talk about later that are some of my favorite songs that are from uh, Attack of the Clones. So yeah, if I'm going to sit down and listen to a Star Wars soundtrack, it's probably going to be that one. Not a single one of us had an original trilogy one. What does that say about us? Have we been just been with the music for so long? I think like, that it's hard to might make it be it. Favorite? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you're throwing a dart at a wall of John Williams albums, you're not going to hit a bad one. Yeah. So it's not like true. we're saying the other ones are bad or worse. I think it is the one like consistently good thing. The original trilogy feels smaller scale. I think the music feels a little smaller scale too. In terms of the variety of sounds, I would agree yeah. with you there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. And also, like the the parts from every song in the original trilogy, almost at least the iconic ones, have been borrowed and kind of kind of retrofitted into songs from the prequel and sequel trilogies. Especially like the the Force theme is in A New Hope, but that's been borrowed and used again so many times. I mean, mm-hmm. like it's it is probably easy to say A New Hope is your favorite. If I mean, it's just that's the essence of Star Wars music is from A New Hope because outside of like the Imperial March, all the original trilogy music, I mean, almost it, it kind of branches out from A New Hope and that was the the origin. That's where it all came from. Should we talk about more specific songs now? Of course. No. Oh, all right. Well, well, goodbye. End of show. Um, I'll start. Okay. Sounds about right. From episode two, huh. The Meadow Picnic. So good. Wow. That's exactly what I was thinking of. It's a good bold choice, though. So now you have to think of a new song. It's an it's an interesting little romantic tune. It's not quite as um, classical romance as Across the Stars, which I like Across the Stars too. But this one to me just feels more like what I wish was happening on screen, where it's like their little cute moments where they're having the picnic, and that's fine. But it's just like the music elevates that scene so much. And you get a little bit of the of across the stars in there too, eventually. But it's um, it's a fun, it's just a fun song that, that changes. It, it's not like lots of songs take a theme and they do that theme for like four minutes and they just build on that theme. And I like that. But the Meadow Picnic changes so much throughout its throughout its yeah, life that I really like. Yeah, because you have the initial just them sitting, and then you have. Yeah the hubris of Anakin riding the space cow and you have them tumbling down the hill and she thinking that he's hurt and yeah. all these sorts of things. And then you'll get like 15 seconds of just this like do 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 And it's just like, it has nothing to do with anything else. Like it's, does, it's just- You're a, going to, I- I'm going, oh. I'm going to put the music in okay, while we're talking okay, about it, yes. Good, good, good. But like it, it just has like a 15 second motif that is unconnected from the rest of the song and you can like you can picture the movie in your head because he scored it so well to what was happening on screen, which he's a master at doing without making it seem cartoonish. But um, it yeah, so just l- listening to that song, I can picture what's happening and that's that's a good song to me. If I had to... <laughs> Probably my second favorite Star Wars soundtrack perhaps may be The Last Jedi soundtrack, and that might be recency bias because I've been playing it more since the movie came out. Come and out. Just trying to get acquainted since with Since Last music. Jedi come out. When Last Jedi come out, I listen to music from Last Jedi soundtrack. <laughs> is that our oldest bit? Yep. <laughs> it truly is. <laughs> Episode zero, baby. Yeah, yep. <laughs> like, the the only older bit, I think, is uh, speaking of Peter Cushing, hey guys. <laughs> that's true. That is. I mean, that's that the, is, that's that's the first. Old, that's as old as it can get. <laughs> You can't get in. There is zero more, unless we decided to make an episode negative one. <laughs> Which, hey, we might. That sounds like a great one-year anniversary, is episode negative one. <laughs> Leave it in. Leave this it. is helping. Okay. This is helping. I really like- and That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I like, um, 
you know, looking at the soundtrack for Last Jedi, I'm almost tempted to put this as my favorite. I guess it really doesn't matter because there's still like there's great songs on every soundtrack, but this one has some of my favorites too. But a specific song, and I'm gonna whittle this down to a specific moment, is revisiting Snoke. I love that song because that's one of those tunes that really works in the old tradition of Star Wars as a silent movie. Because if you remove the audio from that scene with Kylo and Snoke, you would understand the scene perfectly. Because John Williams' music just follows every beat of that scene like to perfection like right down to the the only instance of the imperial march in the movie is like this really almost kind of like smoky my best way to describe it version of the imperial march where they got like the i really love specifically that this part right here is my favorite moment music moment music of <laughs> this the sequel trilogy. what's in that water perhaps of like disney star wars era i don't know why i like it so much but the way john williams synchronizes the music with the action when kylo ren is going down the elevator and you can see him brooding and then the kylo's motif is brooding and then it comes to the crescendo when kylo bangs his helmet into the wall and you get like the We'll play the music right here. Yeah, the just the the way the music crashes when his helmet crashes. Yeah. It's amazing. I love that, cool. but like, the, I remember so it just hit me right in the feels from initial viewing. I'm going to have to watch it tonight. I'm going to have to watch mm-hmm. it tonight. Really, if I had to watch 15 seconds of a Star Wars movie, I might watch that moment right there. It's so good. good. Great 15 seconds. Who would like to go next? So if I'm going to pick a favorite from Attack of the Clones, it's going to be the Love Pledge and the Arena, because it kind of it mixes a couple of the songs together, and when the heavy like beats come in it's just, like crashing down and i just love it so much and tied in with the movie the timing is so perfect it's got just a mixture of everything from the entire soundtrack into one song and i think that's why i like it so much Got a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Like it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I don't think it's everything soft a, and smooth. I don't think we're gonna be alive much longer anyway. That's not what she says. She says something like that right before they go out in the arena. She does say that. Yeah. Yeah. The build. I, uh, the build up right to when they go out yeah, into the arena. Yeah. And just make just tweak it a little bit from the soft love theme you get earlier, and it just gets louder and louder and builds up. It's so good. I mean, I, I've, uh, I think I said this on our Attack of the Clones episode, but the Anakin and Padme romance would have worked if, if whoa, <laughs> would have worked, would have worked, would have worked if it was a montage set to Across the Stars, like if, like the music video, if they had, yeah, I mean, if they had cut like on them in the grassy fields and them eating dinner and then by the fireside, but it was just the music it still would have told the story mm-hmm. without the need for that very questionable dialogue and uh I think, I think george probably would have liked that too yeah he loves his montages i wonder and he loves his silent film i wonder if there was like a cut of the movie where they considered that and they realized no this is like too rushed this doesn't work i maybe i'm giving probably too much credit out of place to randomly cut to a music video in the middle yes. of Star Wars. I guess <laughs> it's literally like, never been done in a Star Wars movie. Specifically music video style where like the name of the song and the record is on the bottom left of the screen. It turns, turns into a Hideo Kojima game. Video. Yeah. Well. It's great. Okay, Jake, what's your choice? I don't know what it says about our millennial 
Snowflake podcast that we have zero <laughs> things from the original trilogy. Okay. I will soon but... when we talk more about other songs. Okay. We won't, but I just okay. feel like there's so many, like, big, well-known songs from the original trilogy. Well, and we, we are talking talk about, about our, yeah. like, underground hits. That, yeah, I was like, yeah. say, <laughs> there is something like, like you, you know, guys, when Luke goes up and looks at the two sunsets and then the forest theme plays, isn't that cool? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, you we're know talking about Beatles like, song, Come Together. Hey, Pretty you guys good, know right? that that scene where Yoda lifts the, the X-Wing out of the swamp and that Yoda theme comes in? Yeah, we're trying to be, like, your hipster friend trying to give, like, your we're trying cool to be high school girlfriend the, yeah, the most like undesirable humans on her. Yeah, we're trying. <laughs> and succeeding. We want you to hate us, and so far we've succeeded because no one listens. So my favorite song that is probably not a favorite song, I get this stuck in my head all the time when I'm, like, doing something exciting or, like, pump myself up. I think of the Falcon theme from The Force Awakens. Uh, the the jazzy um, what is that song that that old standard like take five take five it's no that's that's burning oh yeah uh, blue rondo ala turk yeah that is the song that the like the beat is similar to it so which i've always it's the timing i was a kid who really liked jazz music for some reason so her I, name is jazz whoa, whoa that's why we're you should be asking her <laughs> you can tell me all about this oh, okay. uh, and the ken burns documentary jazz but i really like the different kind of jazzy pace of the song but the chase itself is so frenetic and interesting it also as a fun musical easter egg drops in a little bit of riley's least favorite song the duel of the fates um when she's about to like turn into the big star destroyer and then it just like drops out it doesn't reference it again so you get like the excitement of something like asteroids or tie fighter battle but it's in a completely new context and i was kind of bummed they didn't call it back in The Last Jedi. I was hoping that John Williams was going to make back, it a thing. But they called back a lot of other like, they Falcon absolutely did, yeah. during that whole section. Which I think that that asteroid theme from the No, no, no. It's, it's not the asteroid theme. It, it's the TIE Fighter theme. In each instance that we've seen it played, Chewie is piloting the Falcon. Yeah, it's kind of his secret theme. I think it might be Chewie's secret theme. That's, you heard it here first. <laughs> Only on Grandma talking. Only That's all I got. I've got like a totally random question, and I'm thinking of it because of one specific song. Is there a moment in Star Wars that you cannot separate the music from the movie because... For me, this is from the episode two soundtrack, the Bounty Hunter Pursuit song. Oh, I can't separate man. the <laughs> with the of Zam yeah. Russell's speeder. I can't oh, separate man. those two noises. I can't hear the song in my head without hearing Sounds the speeder wrong. simultaneously. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything like that for you guys? I think the uh, pod racing scene is like that, where it the music finally cuts in, I am hearing in my head Sabalba's pod. Sneaking up on Anakin, I'm hearing his, like, kind of sounds. Like, if you're talking about where I can't separate the sound design from the music, that's definitely an instance of that. Yeah, the only one I thought of was the Attack of the Clone one, because that's so obvious. So obvious. Great question, Isaac. Uh, I was going to say... I'm going to propose a bonus round for the, the podcast table here. We now have sound... D- nope. We now have composers. Take it again. <laughs> take two. Two take Jake. <laughs> Absolutely continues to the Lost Podcast, too, by the sound way. Composers. Sound composers. Sound composers. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? No, no. they are com- absolutely composing sound. True. Cannot argue. We now Who's have- not composed? This one right here. <laughs> <laughs> we now have multiple composers for Star Wars. So between 
Kevin Kiner, Michael Giacchino, and John Powell. Uh, which song, which non-John Williams song mm-hmm. would you like rank as a favorite? At number two is like very close. I almost want to pick it is probably um, Sabine's music from Rebels. From good. the uh, Trial of the Dark Saber? Yeah, Trial of the Dark Saber is a good song. Good. But I can't do it because Solo came out yeah. recently and Lando's Closet. The little oh. romance, the little romance theme with mm. Han and Kira. You is... talk about that in the uh, past episode. I'll oh, do I. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just love that theme so much. It's like that to me, and this is a little bit of a hot take. That to me is as good as any love theme that um, that Williams has done. It fits the Star Wars style so well for me, and it's short. That's the only thing that's keeping me from putting it really up there There's with not other like a stuff. Full big statement of it, like there the, is the Cross the Stars. Right. The yeah. song is only like two minutes long, and only yeah. half of that is the actual theme. So it's 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 too short for it to be as good as other stuff. But man, I love it. Yeah. And let me just point out that. If you if you're listening to the solo soundtrack, I'll sure. put him, I'll put him in here, I guess. Yeah. Now you're listening to him. So Lando's closet is that theme in a major key. It sounds all happy because they're reunited earlier in the movie with the track. I think it's called Spaceport. Right when Kira gets ripped away from yeah. Han, that theme comes in, but it's in a minor key. Oh, it's good. It's just a nice little touch. When you first hear it, it's that sad song, and then finally they're reunited in Lando's closet, and uh, we get the the happy statement. That's excellent. I've already talked about um, before, and I'll just touch on it again. My favorite Kevin Kiner cue probably is um, that Legends of the Lasad episode. Oh, Oh, yeah. I I can't believe I didn't think of that. Where they're going into the nebula. That's my favorite Kevin Kiner piece, period. But I uh, I watched Rogue One again a few days ago, and i got to say... Not a, not a, the whole album's a banger. Like, the, <laughs> absolutely nonstop jam. It's lit. It's litty. <laughs> darn two teams. I'm finna say it's lit. Because I'm just looking at all these tracks and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like, cause I knew I wanted to pick one for Mog One, but it's, it's really hard to, to pick one. You but, better not pick the same one I was gonna pick. Oh, you better There'll do be it. beef. I'll, I'll tell be you beef. what. I'll cheat and I will go with something that's not on the soundtrack. I will that say, is cheating. Oh, that is cheating. I'm yeah. confused. Well, it's not on the film. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Not on the CD. Do you? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Where we first go to Jetta and you get the the drums and the bound. Yeah, but it's well, not on the soundtrack, so I can't find it. Yeah, you can't. You just put your microphone up to the film. <laughs> I'll do that. I can do it. I'll get it on my phone. I can I can, I That's, can I'm gonna have to like start inserting clips into the last podcast, and I, 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 the only way I know how to do it is to hold the microphone up to my freaking television. <laughs> but there's better uh, ways. I'll help you. <laughs> yeah, I think on YouTube I can find clips and, but, and just do it that way. That's yeah. a great thing about the Rogue One score is that it has so many little moments you can hum or just doodle to yourself. Especially like the the Jedi arrival. The I mean, something different. The, from. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I love it. Every time I watch the movie, Christina gets so mad that I always do the little. <laughs> yeah, you did it with me in the movie theater the one time we saw it together. That's right, yeah, I did. Because it already like stood out to me as this really great musical mm-hmm. moment. Already, he before you liked it even. When I heard that Jacino was going to score it, I started crying because I already seen all of Lost. 
Three times. More than anyone had ever seen it. Oh I was going to say Rogue One, but I haven't watched it in a while. And I just, I know I love that soundtrack. And I remember the, seeing the panel at Celebration and like realizing how much even more I love that soundtrack. Because mm-hmm. I, I tend to like songs that are a little more like minor key, darker, heavier stuff. But I think with Solo coming out, I think Marauders arrive. <laughs> So good. Really good. And it's really different from anything else in Star Wars. Exactly. It doesn't totally feel like Star Wars, but it's still in a good way and really good, and that's a good thing. And (laughs) (laughs) Solo has a very different sounding soundtrack, and And that's that's a good good thing. thing. Um, On a sillier note, though, I really love Chicken in a Pot. Chicken in a Pot's a good. That's a good Cantina song. Oh From Solo. my God! Solo. Yes, yes, yes. I just, but it's that's not another that one in the that's different in the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, Pablo just talked about that on yeah, Twitter recently that was about good. how, um, yeah, the the working version was the higher pitched one that's in the soundtrack, but then the it, they decided to make it lower in the movie, which was the right choice. Man, I can just jam to that song. It's uh, so good. That solo is exactly what I mm-hmm. wanted out of a Star Wars soundtrack by not. John Williams like I wanted it to go new places and do weird things which it did instruments that have never been in like there's there's acoustic guitar in solo like all over the place and it does lots of of different weird things but it still felt like a Star Wars soundtrack yeah even in Marauders Arrive like it sounds different but it still it still pulls things from Williams stuff so like Phantom Menace, you've got uh, Duel of the Fates that's got the like chorus, the choir, the choir chorus. You know what else reminds me of? And Marauders has that just, you know, higher pitch. Yeah, because it's kids. It reminds mm-hmm. me of the final uh, celebration song in Phantom Menace mm-hmm. with the children singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it's like that, but a little bit, you but know, they're darker. They're like screaming. Well, there's mine, which is... What's yours? From Rouge One. And it's the Michael Giacchino Imperial theme. It's Honestly, I know that this is sacrilege. I think it's every bit as good as the Imperial March. I hum this. It's so catchy. It's so catchy. It's so good. So I'll play it right now. I'll play the whole movie. No. <laughs> okay. um, but no, that it's best on the Imperial Suite on the soundtrack, which is just like an orchestra version of it, not the one that occurs in the movie. But... I think you hear it best when you're approaching the Death Star for the first time in Rogue One. They, It would have been so easy, considering Michael Giacchino had six weeks to write the entire Rogue One soundtrack. Nobody would have blinked an eye if it was just the Imperial March. Yeah, But he didn't. He wrote a really great Imperial March that fits the film and fits Krennic. It's... I'm basically just saying I like this song and it's good, but and that's a good thing. And that's a good thing. I wanna, that's the best headline ever. I like this song and it's good and that's a good thing. Uh, but this is what the podcast has been. So yeah, uh, I would let's do a few honorable mention shout outs to some other maybe obscure Williams. Yeah, stuff. let's keep on like doing deep deeper cuts because yeah. one of my favorites to go back and listen to is from A New Hope. There's two. Depending on which version of the soundtrack you have, it can Ah. be two songs, so I'm not sure what name to call it, but it's the music that happens um, 
around the Jawas. Yes. Getting R2. Like the Jawa <laughs> theme, the Dune Sea theme. Excellent. With like uh, 3PO wandering around and, and R2 wandering around on their own. And then you've got um, the Jawas come in and it's the dum 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 dum. It's so great. So I love going back and listening to all that stuff because so much of a New Hope soundtrack is action y. Like, there, it's got a lot of action in it because it's a it's an action movie. There's a lot of action happening in the movie, but there are a few moments like that, and of course the binary sunset. But like, there's a there's a few moments of quiet that I really enjoy from from a New Hope, and, and the Jawa one stands out. I love it. I'm gonna take a bold step right here. Bold wow. steps. Now. One of my more favorite songs. I'll, I'll go original trilogy too, and I'm gonna trigger some folks. But you know what? <laughs> It's what you wow. signed up for when you hit the subscribe button. Victory like celebration. This. Yeah. No way. No. no I like the new one. I'm on your side though. Give me a high five. Uh-huh. I love the victory That's celebration. Right. That's right. It's, it's a thousand times better than you. Have it done. makes me so oh, happy. Oh, hey, let's to hear and to know it. <laughs> I, I thought you were talking about the throne room. No. And I was confused for a second. Okay. But victory <laughs> celebration is a song that makes me just as happy now as it did when I was five years old watching that movie. It is. It's just a, a perfect way to cap off Star Wars. Spanning the galaxy, seeing everyone so happy, and like everyone's dancing along to it, like in the streets. Lando in Which the sheets. Which doesn't make Lando sense at all. Doing shouldn't, yeah, doing it. Shouldn't, shouldn't be in the movie. <laughs> it's so good. Man, Why does it. dancing in the streets not make sense? The galaxy doesn't know that the Death Star just blew up. It sure just they blew do. up. There's no, a they don't. News they station. don't know. <laughs> that yeah, would be the biggest news station. in the history of the world. They wouldn't know that quick. Well, since the first Death Star exploded. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you think they just wouldn't report it? I mean, I know it's not impressive because the Death Star got blown up, but yeah, you know. the Empire's ultimate weapon did get blown up. But anyway, oh, on the lighter but, side. No, I'm I'm with you there. I used to come home every day in like the summertime, and I would take a nap listening to Victory Celebration. I had like 15 minutes to take a nap before I had to do something else. This happened all the time, and I would just turn that song on, listen to it. It goes through the credits and everything. And this then... is a weird story to me. You had 15 minutes to take a nap, and you listen to Victory Celebration. Yeah, it helps me sleep. It's a good song. Oh, okay. I t- I, this is a real story. I'm I don't know. sorry. I, I took a lot of naps little, to that song. The one little flute that just the... Uh... It is a little soothing. Though. You just got one guy in the middle of the orchestra just like <laughs> banging his head on the wall, just like banging his head on the wall. That's not how you play it. The food. listeners are missing out on one of the best parts of the show, which is Isaac pantomiming everything. Oh man. I've got one. Yeah, hit me. I'm going to go to The Last Jedi, Mm -hmm. and I feel that the soundtrack of this movie is overlooked because of how, quote-unquote, controversial the movie is. (laughs) Uh, Seems like about 100 people that signed a petition and really hate it, and everyone else can just calm down, but the, the spark... Is one of the all-time great John Williams cues. That's another and one where it's hard not to picture the movie when you're listening you, yep. to it. And I can't, I can't separate it from Ryan Johnson's cinematography too, which is just. I'm gonna keep my, I'm gonna keep my fist in the air, absolutely in solidarity. Which is everybody like rising up in awe at Luke Skywalker, and they as they rise up, like their faces hit the gleam of light. How do people not like this oh, movie? You can see I don't that understand scene. It. Why did we commentate out the of your entire minutes. pants? I don't because understand. we gotta do them all. Dang it. <laughs> just that I can't. I, I almost audibly groaned to myself like I am right now, like just by myself <laughs> thinking about that moment of the movie.
Yeah, the spark this is, is uh, it's great. The spark is really good, great. That's a good song. I just wish it was one that was kind of spoiled by the trailers, like yeah. that song, and it didn't matter because it was still a yeah, bit, like a little, it, a little bit, like that. That was like dun, dun. Oh, it dun, was, yeah. Dun, oh, yeah. Dun, dun. It was in all the you trailers. You know what's funny is I didn't even think about that when I saw the movie. Yeah, but because in that moment you're so into mm-hmm. it and you're so into the music and Luke walking out that little crack in the door that it works still. By the way, is an interesting bit of trivia. Is that the only bit of John Williams music that has been actually used in the movie that's been played in a trailer for the new movies. It's probably it was probably I edited. I don't somehow. think in TFA oh. that any of the music was actually in the Force Awakens. I think it was all done by know. whatever person yeah. towards the trailers. I don't know. Interesting. Jasmine, do you have another one? Yeah, I do. Um, the song always gets stuck in my head. Is General Grievous's theme? from oh. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Um, I th- and I think it, it shows up... Um, they're playing the bongos? Yeah, like, it just gets stuck in my head because it, it really does feel a little out of place, like, even more so than I think, like, some of Solo's soundtrack does. But it just gets stuck in my head and, like, when it comes on, I'm just, like, singing along with it. <laughs> Bouncing my head a little the bit. The lyrics. It's, yep. <laughs> singing the lyrics. Singing along. Down, down. Yep. <laughs> Officiallyrics.com. Yep. <laughs> I also love Anakin's theme. I I oh, yeah. felt like that was too too obvious. Too it's obvious so because that's honestly maybe my favorite Star it's Wars so song good. of all time is Anakin's theme. It's so good. Favorite songs of all time since we're here. No, let's talk about our favorite song. No, no. wait, you're we'll talking about Radiohead, aren't you? Do you just mean Star Wars? Yeah. Okay, I thought you were gonna just like just go on oh, YouTube. I was hoping to move to a new episode here soon. We will soon, but I all also right. well, just like just we could do yeah. like twenty seconds or less on our favorite one. And sure. then, I, and then I got two minutes or less on something else. Padme's we don't even know. What, we don't even know favorite what we're song. doing next. Padme's, that's a good song. Padme's ruminations. You said <laughs> that's my impression of that song. <laughs> That's how I. Amazingly, that didn't get quieter in my headphones. <laughs> it stayed at the same level the That's whole time. That's how I karaoke that song. <laughs> I make a special request to the DJ. Just hit play on this, buddy. I brought my dongle. Plug it into my phone. <laughs> you shouldn't do that to the DJ. I brought my dongle this week. Don't worry. Uh, Yoda's theme. I already talked about it earlier, but Yoda's theme is just so good. If we're talking popular ones. Are we talking popular ones? Talk about, talk what, talking popular. Just a cup. Talk a popular one. Talking popular. I don't know if this is a popular one, but uh, the Jedi Steps. From the That's Force pretty Awakens. popular. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's good. That's a good one. Jake, popular one. TIE Fighters. Good one. Yeah. That's the most, like, pump-up Star Wars music that exists. So, real quick, I want to talk Tia's about for video TIE Fighters. Yes. I like the songs, the songs <laughs> they like when video they drive games. by. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about video game music for oh, one second. Because baby. most video games, like, when I think of the moments from... Um, like the Jedi Outcast series. Yeah. They reuse Williams music mm-hmm. in those games. But there are a few games where they did not. Shadows of the Empire had an a whole soundtrack oh, for it, which I've talked about before. So good. Right up there with any other Star Wars soundtrack. Mm-hmm. 
um, and The Old Republic. Those were two games, The Old Republic games, mm-hmm. in Shadows of the Empire. I, I think are, I don't know, maybe Force Unleashed had original music i'm not I sure i think so i think it, I think it did, did but... but for a long time those two were the only games that had original music and they're both so good and i cannot find enough information on um on the oh, i can't think of his name the guy who did the shadows of the empire stuff uh, oh shoot we talked about him on our shadows of the empire episode nobody made it through sure that one because it was did. bonkers was insane it? but uh joel mcneely yeah that's a, such a I, good soundtrack Yes, Joe McNeely from the <laughs> yep. Soup. I can't find any info on that guy. Hmm. Like he's got a small Wikipedia page and he's done some things, but not not a lot. It's so strange to me that he got that job to do that soundtrack. Bro, and it is him so and the good. co-screenwriter of Attack of the Clones hang out together and talk about how little they've done in their career. <laughs> Pretty much, but he <laughs> maybe he's scoring 1960s sitcom. He channels John Williams so well in that soundtrack. That's a little something different. Like it's yeah. There's definitely his there's own a, personality there. Yes. Does, um, out of ignorance, I'm asking this, does the Old Republic games, do the Old Republic games, does the Old Republic, does the Old Republic games quote the Force theme, or like any of the... I don't think, I don't think so. it does. I, it's, really? it's got all That's its surprising. own stuff, which I think was intentional, since this is all so out of the realm of yeah, other Star Wars. Yeah, it takes before John Williams was born. Yes, 3,000 years before he was born. <laughs> but no, it's it. the first KOTOR was written by, um, was composed by Jeremy Soule. And all that music is just yeah, so catchy and, and wonderful. Jeremy Soul is the guy who did uh, all the Elder Scrolls. Your stuff. last name is Soul, and you don't write music. What, what are you doing? doing? What are you doing? Well, there's an E on the end, so it's a little different. But he's a guy who did Skyrim, Morrowind, Oblivion. He does all Bethesda's music. But uh, yeah, it's got a bunch of great themes that are now playing behind my voice. Uh, Kotor 2 is less bombastic because the game is less bombastic than KOTOR. So the music is a little low-key, and it's written by someone different. But it... um. Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston wrote, yeah. Low-key. Low-key. He, <laughs> he composed Good the job. soundtrack for KOTOR 2. So anyway, I just wanted to talk about video games, because while many Star Wars games just reused Williams stuff, there were a few standouts that really did a great job when it came to yeah. making original soundtracks. The music soundtracks. from The Old Republic yeah, also that's another is one. Ab- absolutely fantastic. I don't know who did that one, but is also... Excellent. I do think pool themes in, the, in those, I can't remember. Occasionally you'll get um, KOTOR stuff in it, KOTOR but you don't stuff. get that's any. That's right. Oh, You're actually, talking about no. the fan game? No, the, uh, the, the MMO. MMO. Oh, the MMO. That's, that's yeah. There, I, I take it back. In a few of the Jedi um, uh, yeah, yeah, themes, yeah. there are the, for, the Force theme comes in with them. Whenever but, I think of that, I just think of like the Alderaan music. Alderaan plays. music is oh, the best. Oh, my gosh. It's playing right now. It's the best. This is going to be a lot of editing. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. That's all right. So I guess that's all I had to say about video games, but go check out video games. So, yeah, play video. go to videogames.com. Yeah. Click play. Click, click play. And, and you'll, start, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you'll understand immediately. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, I guess that's okay. it. This is way under an hour. Good. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about The Office now to close us out. I'm really excited to start our Office podcast. Tune in in like four months Let's talk to about music Dunder in the Office. Pod. The main There's theme, that one the song. There's that song Jim plays for Pam when they stand outside the by office. By Travis. By Travis. There's Andy Bernard's songs, all of them. There's Jan's assistant Rock and Robin. Song. Yeah. Oh no, that's the worst song. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the office. That song with my ringtone for me. That's my impression of you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So good. You know what? I'm. Wow. We're on season six right now. We just watched of the, the orifice. Delivery. The orifice of my TV. <laughs> okay. I call it the TV, like an old person. TV. I hope you're ready to watch it again in four months. <laughs> yep. Because I'm not kidding. We're gonna do it. I know. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm watching it again, and I've heard people say this, but it really changes things if you watch The Office specifically, like viewing Jim as the antagonist. 
Oh, like, oh, I read re- this. He really, if you watch article. it, it's it's pretty apparent in a lot of episodes. He does come off like a jerk, especially he by is. season six. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's how sad. he like when he becomes co-manager by going over Michael's head. In my opinion, The Office is an antagonist at the back half of season six that torments my life. <laughs> so, spoiler alert for Dunder Mifflin, this is Pod, but <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed this Office talk. Uh. Okay, so as we as I say the outro, we all have to say one more song that we like as mm-hmm. our as our ending tagline. Okay? Sounds good. Uh, so this has been Grand Moff Talkin, delicately curated, long form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, tailored to the modern fanatic. Brought to you lovingly in weekly instruments. <laughs> <laughs> that was an accident. It works, but it works. No, no, it works. Uh. By the loquacious yet soothing voices of your host, Riley, March of the Resistance. Uh, who do we say next? Jake? Two plus two equals five. <laughs> oh, Crap, God. you stole my joke! <laughs> Jas- what a jerk! Jasmine. Race theme. Race theme. And Isaac. You know what? Find the, the opening crawl theme from every movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I always had a name for that theme. <laughs> it was a name for it. Thanks for listening. What are we gonna what will we think of next? Combo moves. Combo. So remember, right uh, down X. remember you could do the like the grind transitions in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Four. Sure. Yeah, you could like you could switch from like nose grind to crooked. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah, it was a good change and it allowed you to rack up points w- without any skill at all. Was, but I loved it. And revert, just make you. And you could grind and then just mash buttons to change the kind of grind you were doing, which would rack up your multiplier to a ridiculous degree. Then you jump off and go off a ramp. I and... was so freaking good at Tony Hawk. It's the only game I've ever been genuinely good at. I got like pretty darn good. Like I was fine at it growing up, but I got the like eight. Remember Pro Skater HD? They put out like a downloadable for PS3. Yeah, yeah, I played it. I got that, and I got like really good. Like Pro Skater One is so tough to go back to without the revert and everything. Yeah, Yeah. there's no manual in it either. Like you can't. No, you cannot combo. No, you can grind or you can do an aerial, and that is it. Was two the one with Spider Man? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I played that one a lot on PC, which was weird because that is weird. I didn't have like a controller for my PC, so I just had to play with the keyboard and mouse. It was very that weird hurts to control. My brain to even think mm. about. Three is the best one, in my opinion. I don't like four. I like the underground though. Underground, yeah, that's one of my favorite games. Period. I... And then American Wasteland. It all went to wasteland. <laughs> underground it two was kind of weird too because that was like at the height of Bam Margera's. It popularness was and so it like rode a lot of the, on him the cast of jackass would played a large role in tony hawks underground 2 it's like pretty tough to think about now hey like instead of skateboarding for this goal you have to ride a lawnmower up a hill yeah yeah or like, like with butt fireworks you're in your butt. a kid in a wheelchair and a full body cast but you you skate using his wheelchair Welcome to Grand Moff Talk, a delicately curated <laughs> long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga. Taylor- so he's only won for five, five. one of the ones he's won for. Star Wars. Right? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Back we're to not, editing. We're not doing commentaries anymore, so we can say whatever the H we want. No. <laughs> uh, okay, so should we move on to... We're going to cut all that out. Yeah. Sorry, you can reset. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we'll put the music. We'll put the music in right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you're right. It does. Like. Oh yeah, you Golly can. G. You can very much see laughter. I can always. I can. I've gotten to the point where I can see laughter and not only can i see laughter i can see whose laugh because jake's laugh is different than isaac's laugh wow. on there it's crazy how much you can tell You're like a little robot you yeah, i know <laughs> seeing the world in a whole new way whole i'll go next yeah. Yeah. excellent hey
We'll see. Have you gotten an excellent rating yet? No, I don't know. I think you got a good. You know what? I think I I edited that first Maz's Castle episode that we did. Was it an excellent? Yeah, Yeah, baby. Hey, man. I keep track of these. I think as long as you don't go, you'll get an excellent for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bring the music. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to clap. I'll put it in. (laughs)